tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. done by Adele that uh, David Nail with his own rendition of Someone Like You. Before that I brought you Leon Rhymes with How Do I Live Without You. It's Joy 99.7 FM. Good afternoon to you. Welcome to Ignition on a very sunny Wednesday and uh, being a Wednesday you know definitely that some great knowledge will be coming your way to uh, encourage you become more productive at what you do for a living. And the conversation began yesterday. Uh, we continue with that today. Now, Yao Enim Banafo will be speaking to one of the top tech uh, consultants in Ghana. His name is Kobe Spiking Krumah. They continue the discussion regarding transitioning to remote work, tools, strategies, and efficiency. Ladies and gentlemen, you want to make sure that you grab your pens and your papers and just do the do. Masterclass is on pretty shortly. They're going to go on until 2.15 when I bounce back with part two of Ignition. And being Wednesday, you know, definitely we take a trip around the countryside. Right here on Joy 99.7. I'm Sammy Fortin. Masterclass comes your way right after this. moments of increasing uncertainties, firms are compelled to seek tailored solutions to reduce risk and grow their businesses. For startup investors, SMEs and business owners, First Code Management Services provides advisory and facilitation support for company formation and business setup, corporate secretarial and business compliance, accounting, research and market entry, as well as training and capacity building. First Code Management Services is your first point of call for your management support services. Talk to us today. Call us on 0302-297-2263 or 0302-297-2264. Locate us at 60A Westlands Boulevard, West Lagon or visit firstcodelimited.com for more. Industry. Get it right. listeners and viewers it's always indeed super exciting to come your way every wednesday with your favorite business development program on radio masterclass 
masterclass is powered by Joy Business and brought to us by Goyle. Goyle, they say good energy. Goyle, Yenara, Yedia. Masterclass is also brought to us by First Code Management Services. First Code Management Services, they say industry get it right industry get it right it's the 14th of april today gradually the year is spreading on just tomorrow we'll be halfway through the fourth month of the year and like we always say here on the show if there's something that you've always wanted to do plan to do written down thought of it in any way just get it done just get up and start doing it stop procrastinating because time and tide waits for no man i read something interesting on procrastination that said that procrastination is the audacity to think that you have time to do what you uh, exactly. I mean, I can I just, just paraphrase it. You have time to do tomorrow what God gave you time to do today, and and that's an audacity that you shouldn't express because procrastination always wastes time and it doesn't get the job done. My name, as always, is Yabanafo, and I will be hosting the show for today. For those of us who joined in our conversation yesterday, um, sorry, last week, I beg your pardon. We started a conversation on remote working, the technology angle, or the tech support. Today, we continue in the line of that conversation, and we're going to be looking at the strategies, the tools, and the ways to go about remote working. We established in that conversation that remote working was not for everyone or for every company because different roles and different job descriptions determined, if you like, whether or not you could work remotely. But by and large, most jobs are able to work from home. What's going on right now is that most companies have not come back to the office since March of last year when COVID struck. And so, and you find that their, their efficiencies and their output for some of those companies has actually gone up because you cut out the period of commute when you move around, you cut out the risk. And then, of course, the risk is when you're moving physically, but there's another risk, which is a, a cyber risk. But of course, I mean, that is also being worked very strongly. There's a front on that. And I've been having conversations this week with people in the industry who have shared thoughts on that. I was having a chat before we came on air with Dr. Gustav Yangsen of the Cybercrime Unit Ghana Police Service. And he shared some thoughts and said, listen, yeah, we're already thrust in that space right now. There's nothing we can do about it. The world has gone digital. So whether or not it's in the space of finances, in the space of working remotely, or whatever else you're doing, the world has gone digital. If you have an email address, you're already in the cloud. So you're already in cyberspace. Very soon, if you are not able to communicate or make use of the digital space, then you're going to become obsolete. So how do we find relevance in our business context within this space while we're here? Somebody said to me, yeah, then I'm, I'm just going to cut myself off. I won't have a phone. I won't have anything. It doesn't work. Even the phones we have, did you know that, and this is not a conspiracy, that everything you say is recorded by your phone. Some of the phones you have, you know, we're in a hurry to go and get the best and the newest phones, iPhone this, iPhone that. You know, also those phones pick up every location that you've been to. And that's what they're supposed to do is technology. It picks data, data for efficiency, data for decision making. We're privileged to have back here on the conversation with us a resource person who has become a friend of the show because he's also a friend of multimedia and, a, and part of the family here. And he's also the host of um, Geek Squad, which is a show here at Multimedia. And help you welcome to the conversation today, Kobe Spikey. Kobe, you're welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Uh, interestingly enough, when we started this conversation, <laughs> you you joined you you know you joined us remotely to to drive point the home. I mean, drive home the point. I beg your pardon. That working remotely is possible, 
and yep. it's easy. And, and and you shared with us the fact that if you're doing this remotely, you should have more than one ISP on one internet connection so that if something goes wrong, you can easily switch from one to the other. Um, and you're here with us in the studio today to sort of continue this conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, before you come in and just share some additional thoughts with us on the strategy and tools, just remind us that we're streaming live on Facebook. You can go to our Facebook page and also um, watch the show as well as listen to it. If you're driving, you can also keep your dial locked right here and uh, be a part of the show. Today's show is brought to us by Goyle. They say good energy. Um, Goyle, Yenara, And also brought to us by First Code Management Services. They say industry gets it right. So are you planning to put together a small company or do you have an existing company and you need some help with consulting? Because if you do, here's some good news for you. In these moments of increasing uncertainties, firms are compelled to seek tailor-made solutions to reduce their risk and grow their businesses. For startup investors, SMEs and business owners, Fast Code Management Services provide advisory, facilitation support, company formation and business setup, corporate secretarial and business compliance, accounting, research and market entry, as well as training and capacity building. Fast Code Management Services are your first point of call for all your management support services. Talk to us today or call us on 0302-297-2263 or 0302-297-2264. Locate us at 60A Westland Boulevard or West Legon or visit us at www.fastcodelimited.com. Fast Code Management Services, they say industry. Get it right. Get it right. So, Kobe, let's continue that conversation. Today, we're looking at strategies and tools for approaching remote work. We've sort of introduced the conversation mm. about working remotely, and we've we talked to people. I mean, last week, we talked about devices. We talked about um, the connections. We talked about how you can get effectiveness out of that entire process and how it's very possible. Let's go to the tools today and talk also about some of the strategies for working remotely. Mm. Um, and then we'll get interactive at some point, and then we'll, we'll take a few comments from our listeners sure, as well. Sure, yeah. sure. So, um, well, remote, remote work is increasingly becoming a part of us, especially for those of um, those who want to work in a different time zone while being in the same country that they were born in. And some people want to travel the world, see the world, and still, you know, work. I was following someone on Twitter who is working. She's doing. She's doing her her dream job, which is working for a company which wakes up when she's supposed to be sleeping Mm. but at the same time she wants to be able to travel the world and because she's working remotely she's able to do that one moment she's in paris the next moment she's in milan she's in africa all being able to work remotely and for ghana where we've always had challenges because companies are thinking hmm is it possible well the tools are now um, available considering the fact that covid accelerated everyone into adopting new tools mm. now there's no single best way to work remotely one there's no one shoe fits all you need to find a combination of tools that serve your purpose that serve your business that serve your employees and your clients if you have clients that reach out to you and it's not different from what you'd use in the office maybe someone's thinking working remotely my microsoft word may be different because i'm working remotely now well you could choose to use cloud-based word processing or office document um, software because maybe you're, you're hoping that everything you do stays on a cloud so you don't lose it. But the first thing you need to consider is communication method because when you're in the office, people are able to talk to you, people are able to see you and then ask you questions. Hey, where can I have this file? Can you share this with me? 
and if you're unable to communicate that reduces the efficiency of your workflow it makes you working remotely not exactly the best thing so you need to make sure that your your whole team has agreed on a means of communication some may say okay let's do whatsapp and set up a whatsapp group but yeah right now everybody has a whatsapp group like everyone is in thousands of whatsapp groups church groups school groups um what some party you're planning and all that can come to distract you while you're working so you want to make sure that you take it away from whatsapp some may suggest telegram because it's larger you can have a larger group maybe your company has about what 500 employees a thousand maybe two thousand and you can't host them all on whatsapp so you're thinking telegram once again telegram is person-to-person communication having a group work group on telegram could be distracting i'm speaking from experience because i have over hundreds of groups i have channels i have so many things on facebook that i'm i mean on telegram that i'm subscribed to so if i'm supposed to keep track of conversations on whatsapp or telegram i will be distracted so i prefer a work focused communication platform and you have so many of them you have platforms like slack you have fleep you have workplace by facebook you have microsoft teams you have trilla all these platforms allow you to communicate on online or remotely with your other teammates so you want to look away from whatsapp and telegram or anything that you know your family and friends are also using since that could be a distraction and you can the thing about some of these tools is that some are, some are paid and if your company is not paying for it then you have to be using the free version which normally is limited but yeah slack and the rest they're all free so no need to worry about that and when you move from that i prefer slack mainly because you can plug in so many tools like google calendar like even twitter github if you're a developer you probably know what github is where you upload most of your codes and all that and you can plug all that into slack Uh, if you're using a platform like slack where all the teams are communicating on you can share ideas it's like a, a message board so when you post something others can respond to it people who've used microsoft teams since the lockdown period to now have experienced what microsoft teams is like some have used slack uh, slack sorry slack which is also like microsoft teams so you choose whichever one that suits you better and then you go with it and if you're using your email some prefer email as a main main means of communication um it's it's good it served us over the over over time we've used email since time immemorial since people started um kwame kwame enim 1000 <laughs> or 1995 just to show when they created that email it's always been effective we've used it um one one great email platform gmail has evolved over time adding more and more tools you have google calendar which allows you to schedule meetings and it can remind you on your phone if you're using an android phone or an iphone and have it plugged in you get reminders you have a task built in there you have a cloud drive built in there too you have um, even a word processor you have google docs you have google sheets which is a cloud version of excel and google slides which is a cloud version of powerpoint so if you're using uh, your Gmail as your home for everything that can sort can sort you out across everything from you know communication to planning to even working 
um, sharing ideas on a document or something. So if you are not using Google, you can use Microsoft's Hotmail or Outlook. It also has the same tools as Google. And might I mention that Google also has Meet, which is its own version of Zoom, which is also a communication platform. Now, a lot of people know what Zoom is right now, so I don't think I need to go into details to explain what Zoom is. But just basically, it's a video calling slash meeting conference, video conferencing software that anyone can get and use for free, always limited. You want more time, you have to pay premium. But Google Meet is available with your Gmail free of charge, and you can use that too. And... Like I mentioned, if you're a Microsoft bias, you have the Microsoft alternative to all this. So communication-wise, you're sorted on that side. Now, when you're communicating, and some, someone may also ask, hey, what happened to Skype? Skype is still there. If you are, you know, um, you're not catching up with the times and switching to Zoom like everyone, and you're like, oh, I'm traditional. I want to stay with Skype. By all means, do. You can stick with Skype. But Microsoft is trying to transition everyone from Skype to Microsoft Teams. So you want to explore microsoft teams it's a very you know um bulky software quote unquote to explain so you might need your techie to walk you through microsoft teams from beginning to end but like i mentioned if you're a startup or if you are someone who's starting you're not a techie as much you can just use your google or your microsoft um group of tools to get around communicating now while doing this you may want to share your screen sometimes and I know this because some of the clients that I work with would want to share their screen when they're having challenges. So they call me and they are trying to explain what is happening. And I'm like, um, okay, so what can you see on your screen? And the person is describing something. And you are telling them to look in the top left corner and they are probably looking in the top right corner. It can be tedious. So you want to be able to share your screen. Now, video conferencing tools like Zoom, Skype, Google Meet, all these softwares allow you to share your screen. But if you want something more, like the ability to control someone's screen, let's say you're working in IT and then you have to help someone like a a teammate solve a problem remotely, them just sharing their screen may not be enough. You may want interactivity. Then you can look at tools like TeamViewer, AnyDesk, and there's so many of them, VNC clients, you know what I'm talking about. Or you can Google them. You can Google alternative. Every time I'm looking for a software and one is not doing it for me, I just go to Google and I type AnyDesk alternative. And it gives me other options of that same tool. The thing is, great. what's great about um, softwares is that they almost always look alike and act alike. So if you're conversant with one, you'll be able to use the other. So if you're conversant with any desk, you should be able to use TeamViewer. If you're good with TeamViewer, you should be able to use any desk and so on and so forth. VNC and the others may be a bit complicated because they require more configuration. But VNC, I mean, sorry, any desk and TeamViewer are the ways to go. If you don't want interactivity, then you can stick with your Skype or your Zoom to share your screen or your Google Meet to share your screen while you're communicating with your clients or your team. Now, Away from that, you want, you want to be able to collaborate on documents and files. So, for instance, you're working on a document, you're 
you're typing um, something, a document so long and someone has to chip in something over here. You don't always have to save the file, email it to the person, tell them check chapter two and that person checks it, comments it and sells, sends the file back to you. That's tedious. You end up with a whole lot of revisions of the same file and sometimes you may end up sending an older version when what you meant to send was the one that you just edited. So the best thing to do is to do cloud collaboration on such documents and files. Now you can do this on Google Docs. Microsoft has Microsoft Word online. So if you have a Hotmail account or an Outlook account, you can access that and have people work with you on the same document at the same time. So your teammates can be either monitoring the documents while you edit it or they can also be chipping in. The advantage is that you can see each person's cursor on the screen with their name, possibly identified with a different color. And then that allows you to even comment real time on the same documents that you're all working on. So you don't have to save it and then send and then tell them to check. And you're highlighting a, a section and then you send it back. I got a tip, an experience where someone edited a document f- from about three years ago and then sent it out. And only for the person to say, oh, you didn't include my name. And that's when it occurred to the, the person that the initial file that he sent was a three-year-old file. And it was, they had to now recall that file and there was some information there that shouldn't have gone out. Unfortunately, you had sent that information out there. So you want to be very careful with this. Sending same files back and forth, back and forth can bring about something that you don't want to, you know, to happen so make sure that you're doing cloud collaboration on these files using google docs or microsoft's own um collaboration tools now google docs is great because it has add-ons it has so many things that you can plug in there like dictionaries proofreading tools calculators or charts and table builders in case you're thinking that using google docs may hamper you because microsoft has its own proofreading tools and you can install an add-on in your browser like grammarly or even Microsoft's new add-on is called Microsoft Editor. You install it in your browser and it proofreads anything you're typing. So you won't miss using Microsoft Word natively. And if you're using the online version of Microsoft Word, you still have the proofreading tool, so no need to worry. And another thing is PDFs, which is if you work in an office, you've always come across PDF. And then someone's wondering, how do I sign this document? You know, um, I can't, I don't have a stylus. My, my laptop is not touch screen or I'm not using an iPad. How will I sign this document? Um, first of all, PDFs are not always editable unless the person sending it to you wants you to, you know, fill it and then they make it a form that you can fill. And digitally signing a document in Adobe Reader or Adobe Acrobat, there are two different things. There's Acrobat, which allows you to edit PDFs and there's Reader, which just allows you to read and then, You can edit it if the original person who created the document intended for it to be edited, they will make it editable. And then you can use Adobe Reader. But if it's not editable and you want to edit it, you need to use a different software called Adobe Acrobat. Now, that's paid. So you need to pay for it. Now, Acrobat can allow you to then maybe sign your signature. If you are very professional, you can sign it on a piece of paper, take a picture or scan it, go into Photoshop, edit it into a PNG, and then insert it in the document. (laughs) Exactly. But you can digitally sign a document using Adobe Reader itself. Once you open it and you see where you have to sign, you click on it, it will ask you to sign. And you can draw with your mouse your signature, or you can just type in maybe your name, 
in there and it will fill it for you and it will let whoever receives the document know that it has been digitally signed by you and attach a certificate. So if someone tries to, you know, impersonate you or something, they may not have that certificate that you attach to. When I say certificate, I don't mean your high school or university certificate. There's a certificate for almost every thing that you do online. It's another topic for another day, but let's just stick with the fact that it's a certificate. And moving on from that, if you don't want to use Adobe Reader, there are other read, um, PDF readers like Kingsoft, WPS Reader, so many of them. Once again, all you have to do is type Adobe Reader Alternative and it brings you other choices. But I always like to go with tried and tested, what we've uh, used as that can't say, uh-huh. so stick with what's tried and tested. It also helps whichever IT person is providing support to you because maybe they don't use that software and then you are using it and you have a challenge. You're trying to explain to them what your challenge is and they're like, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about because it's a different software that they, are, they have to now learn. But yeah, hopefully it, it matches across all platforms. And if you're into design, um, you probably know, you probably use Photoshop or all the Adobe suite of tools. And Adobe provides Adobe Cloud, which allows you to save documents or files that you're working on on the cloud. And you can send these across. Now, I've mentioned cloud a lot of times in this, um, in what I'm saying. Cloud is basically, cloud storage is basically storage that can be accessed from anywhere. It's very important for remote work because, like I mentioned, you can be in any part of the world at any time. Maybe today you're in Ghana and tomorrow you're in South Africa. I realize, oh, I left my external hard drive at home. Are you going to call an Okada to ride from Ghana to South Africa with your, <laughs> with your external drive? Of course not. But if the file is in the cloud, you can access it from anywhere. Now, there are so many cloud providers. We started off with Dropbox. Everybody knew about Dropbox. You could drop something in the box on the cloud. And then we went to Google Drive. There's Google Drive. There's Microsoft OneDrive. There's Mega. There is... I even use my Telegram message as my cloud storage because Telegram has a saved messages part where you can save any file over there and access it on any device that you install or you run Telegram on. So I use Telegram as my quick file storage. If I want to save something, instead of now going to my Google Drive or anything, I just log into my Telegram, paste the file there, and I can access it from anywhere. But if you want more security, something that you know that you only have access to and you haven't signed in anywhere, you could use your, your Google Drive or your Dropbox or your OneDrive, any cloud storage. But don't just settle for any cloud storage just because it's a cloud storage. You need to read the reviews, know the company, how long has the company been in operation to be sure that your files can be saved. Because maybe you're saving some sensitive files and that company gets hacked tomorrow. And all your documents, all your files, sensitive information, it could even be pictures, would be leaked to, you know, all these hackers. And then they can do whatever they want, even blackmail you for money. We heard some time ago when celebrities' iClouds were hacked and they leaked their nudes all over the Internet. You don't want to be a victim of that. So you have to choose, you know, specifically which cloud provider you're using. If you want extra security, make sure you encrypt the file before you even upload it. Now, that's something that there's also another tall order, so I'll leave it for another day. But yeah, it helps to encrypt or secure your files before you put it online or on the cloud. Now, moving on from the cloud, you can also use other tools to make everything easy 
for you like for instance you want to do what we call live sharing and if you are if you're a coder and you use visual studio visual studio has something called visual studio live share but i mean if you're a coder do i even need to tell coders what to do no i think they already know yeah they understand yes so maybe let's still share it because business owners will hear this and then they can go to the it teams and say mm. listen I understand there's something called so-and-so, so go and look for it. So it's it's for real-time collaborative development. So just like we did with the Google Docs and the Microsoft Excel and the, the PowerPoint, if you are coders and you want to work on a, a, a code in real-time with a team, you can use Visual Studio's Live Share, and that's real-time collaborative you know, development. Whilst you're coding, someone is also coding in another country or another part of the world, and it's real-time. It really, it's really, really helpful. I know teams that have used this and they've achieved they've, they've achieved a lot because they didn't have to wait for another revision of a code mm. for, to be sent. We're all working on it at the same time. So, yeah, you want to explore that. Once again, if you're looking for another alternative, you can just Google it, add the Visual Studio Live Share alternative, and then you find it. And remote work, the most important thing is being organized. I'm... I can be very disorganized in my thoughts. So I'm glad I was born in this generation where we have smartphones and all I have to do is say, hey, Google, remind me to do this thing. Yeah, and then it just responded. (laughs) (laughs) So you say, you know, you tell your phone to remind you to do stuff. Um, And not everyone, I remember I've told, I told someone, not everyone is made for remote work, but everyone can work remotely. So if you know, you need to know yourself and know that, hey, I'm not exactly a very time-conscious person. I can stay on one project for longer than I'm supposed to. Then you need to use a task manager. Tell yourself that from, let's say, 7 to 8, I'm working on this. From 8 to 9, I'm working on this. I'll probably break from 12 to 2. And then I, you have to organize yourself like that. The a million and one task managers. Mm-hmm. I mentioned that you have one built into your Google. So if you're using a, your Gmail, you can use... Your Google Tasks. If you're using Microsoft, you can use your Microsoft Tasks. But if you have your own your own um, choice, like any do um, task, there's so many of them that I can't. So use. many softwares that yeah. we can we can leverage. I'm sure you have a you know a lot of information <laughs> to share. I I have a few questions of my own, but mm-hmm. I'd like for our listeners to get interactive and also be able to share and uh, ask some questions because we want this to be relevant to the conversation. And as you spoke, one of the things that resonated with me was that majority of our business environment are into the provision of um, services and retail in terms mm-hmm. of the retail space, goods and services. Now, someone is listening to other stuff and they're thinking, okay, this conversation is not for me because I'm into, let's say, fruit juice. I import fruit juice. I do um, hardcore. I sell slippers. I sell shoes. I sell bags. I can't send that to you over the internet. Mm-hmm. We've had a conversation here on this show talking about the value chain that supports this, this digitization agenda. And that value chain essentially is that let us see what it is you're selling. Be present on the internet. When I pick up my phone and I Google gas repairs near me and my location is on you should be on there Mm -hmm. so get into that space now how do you get me the fiscal product that's where the delivery mechanism comes in and so you can't do all the businesses but you can leverage on the value chain to do your business so this conversation yes it's about you you listening to me you sitting in your shop thinking oh it's for the it people it's not for the it people it's for all of us and you find that you know there's a company on on facebook i won't mention their name but they are into catering, and they put up a different menu every day. 
and it's just on Facebook. Now, guess what? People go to the office, they see it, and they, they call the number or they send a message, and they say, give us a call before 10 a.m. to order whatever it is. You order it, you sit in your office, it gets delivered to you, and, and you don't even pay the courier because it's part of what you've paid. I could never have driven to that part of Accra to pick up that, that, mm-hmm. that meal. So it's, it's, it's really for all of us. I'd like to hear your thoughts. What do you do? What's your line of business? How do you think that this conversation on digitization can benefit your business, give you more reach, give you more information for decision-making, and help your business become better so that as a country, as a nation, we can become great and strong? I'd like to hear your thoughts. But before we get interactive, we take a quick message from our sponsors to remind us also that today's show is brought to us by Goyle. Goyle, they say good energy, Goyle, Yenara And also by First Code Management Services. They say industry. It gets it right. We'll take a quick message. We'll be right back. Your favorite on-air business development program, Joy Business Masterclass, is in session. And you can interact with us on Facebook via the Joy 99.7 FM or Joy Business pages. If you tweet, the handle is at Joy 997 FM or at Joy Business GH. Don't forget to hashtag JB Masterclass. You can also call us on 0302-216541 or send your questions and contributions through to the WhatsApp number 551 and our facilitators will address your concerns. Attention, everyone. Class is in progress. Welcome back. If you've just tuned in, this is Masterclass. Now, do you have any motor vehicle of any kind? Because if you do, I've got some great news for you. Goyles, going cashless has never been this convenient and exciting. Goyles e-payment systems are now compatible with the GH Link and the National Payment Platform. Now, you can use your GHLink card on any of Girls POS machines to purchase fuel. GHLink cards offer additional payment options for fuel purchases at all of Girls stations in addition to the Go card. Every fuel purchase is recorded automatically on your monthly bank statements, helping cardholders track and manage their expenses. So go ahead and use your GHLink card to buy fuel and all lubricants from any of Girls over 400 stations across Ghana. Go cashless and protect yourself. And stick to all the COVID-19 protocols in these times. Goyle, they say good energy. Goyle, Yenara, Yedia. And so in these moments of increasing uncertainties, firms are also compelled to seek tailor-made solutions to reduce risk and grow their businesses. For startup investors, SMEs and business owners, First Code Management Services provides advisory facilitation support for company formation and business setup, for corporate secretarial and business compliance, for accounting, for research and market entry, and also for training and capacity building. First Code Management Services are your first point of call for all your management support services. Talk to us today or give us a call on 0302-297-2263 or 0302-297-2264. Locate us at 60A Westlands Boulevard, West Lagoon, or visit us at www.firstcodelimited.com. First Code Management Services, they say industry, get it right. The phone lines are now open, numbers to call 0302216541. You can also send us your comments on 055 I've got my first caller on the line. Good afternoon, you're welcome to Masterclass. Sorry yeah, for keeping you. Good afternoon, how are you? Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon, you're welcome. Sorry for keeping you. Your name and where you're calling from, sir. Okay, no problem. Uh, my name is Kofi, and I'm calling from Tema. Talk to me, Kofi. Yeah, very interesting discussion. And um, I've been following it, and um, I like the way that uh, Kobe Spikey, um, you know, 
educated the public uh, this afternoon. Right. Uh, but just uh, my quick thoughts. Um, you know, the the going going um, remote. I don't think that is for everybody, and I think that point had actually been uh, made yes. uh, because if you are in the manufacturing sector, uh, you are providing us energy. Mm. Where if you are an engineer, you're supposed to be in the office mm. uh, or in your company to be able to ensure that mm. the machines are working. Mm. So I think that the remote working um, is for people in the uh, top management, for instance, the administrators, human resource managers, among others. Mm. Um, so I think the education ought to go that way so right. that not everybody will think that it is for me. Even the journalists, mm. I mean, remote work is not for you if you are a, a reporter or an investigative journalist who's supposed to go on the field. Mm. Maybe your editor can work from the house, but you, Good. the reporter, ought to be awake. Good. But also talking about the culture of work, um, and uh, Kobe mentioned the task um, scheduler or manager, mm. where if you can use that for time management and all that. Um, but do we have monitoring tools where your manager sitting elsewhere can also monitor to ensure that indeed you are working? What about the challenges when it comes to network? How about network costs? Um, has Kobe uh, computed this you know, so that we can know that the cost of being or working remotely, uh, i.e. the data charges here in our part of the world, vis-a-vis uh, -vis, um, you going to the office, uh, being given fuel, among others, or the air conditioning in the office, um, the kinds of uh, infrastructure that, that you use, uh, and the, the bills to be paid. Um, if, if, if we do a cost, a cost analysis, can we say that um, working in the office, sitting in the office from um, 8 to 5, um, it's, it's more cost-effective, or working remotely is cost-effective. Thank you. Thank you so much. Very, very elaborate um, comments there. Maybe, Kobe, I'll take the first part of this mm. office a session, you know, uh, as a true believer of working remotely, and then you can you can address the second part. Kofi, thank you so much. You, you you spoke about it not being for everyone. That's correct. Working from home is not for everyone because there are certain things that require you to be present. But I can tell you this, though. There is no blanket position also that it's not for journalists, it's not for manufacturers, because even within the manufacturing setup in your office, you'll find that there are support staff and their operational staff. So yes, the person who sits on the machine operating cannot work from home. Even that one, very soon that will change. But the person doing the design, the person feeding the information, the person working in audit, the person working in, in, in sales and marketing, the person working in other parts of the, the same manufacturing company can work from home. And this is what we are talking about. There are tools to monitor, tools to check. You can reach out through your customers. You don't have to be in the space to do it. But yes, there are some job roles which cannot work from home. Uh, you talked about journalism. These days, I mean, if you watch CNN and all of that, interviews are being conducted remotely and they are beamed remotely. So we're getting there to the point where a lot of the things, largely, you'll be able to do them remotely. Copy, just address the second part of the issue. I've got a few more comments mm, and we can take them the as well. supervision. Yes. That was one thing that I had to deal with last year because a lot of businesses were worried. Will my, my team members actually be, you know... Or they're on holiday. Yeah, they're, they're going to stay at home, kick you know, up their feet and then just relax. There's so many tools that you can use to, you know, supervise the, your, your team. Some of them are custom made and some you have to, you know, pay for. you can pay for and then just use them. Um, they, some even go as far as the webcam of the computer, making sure that you're actually sitting behind the computer. Copy, what are we monitoring? Working. Are we monitoring attendance or we're monitoring output? You see, that's why last week I mentioned that if you say you're going to be marking attendance, then you might as well just, someone can just sit down there, open 
you know that the tab have their their phone sitting in front of them be doing something else just and you in your mind they're working because Excel is open and your software is your monitoring software is telling you that they spent 60% of their time in Excel, 30% on Google Chrome, and they will list the websites that they visited and everything. Fine. So we should move towards, yes, it's possible to monitor, but we should move towards result, being results-oriented. Yes. And the shift is not only in monitoring the staff, but also a change in thinking of the employer. Yes. What you, you, your people come to work every day. What do they do? Do you just enjoy seeing them there, hey, they came to work? <laughs> or you give them tasks? We should start moving towards task orientation. I've got um, Sarah on social media from Winneba. Sarah says, good day, Yao and Kobe. As said, um, Kobe has said it all, and it's very true, because working from home, you need to go the extra mile, and it's, it is not stressful because you're not rushing to the office and need to do everything online. Great talk, Kobe, from Sarah um, from Winneba. Okay, I've got another one. Uh, this one is from Douglas from Dan Suman. Um, he says... That's my boss there, Kobe Spikey. Okay, Kobe, that's Douglas from from that. So I says, please ask him if we are ready as a country um, for remote work uh, forever. What of consuming side of all these Microsoft Telegram team and expenses on the economy? Just some quick thoughts. Well, we I think we are ready somewhat. Um, not every industry, like we mentioned, is ready to go. But we've started the awareness. We've started, yes. Gradually, and, and, and we're going to get there. Definitely. I'd like to take a few more phone calls. 0302216. I've got a caller on the line. Good afternoon. You're welcome to Masterclass. Your name, where you're calling from? Yeah, good afternoon, Jay. I'm Fred, reaching from Brazil. Right, Fred, talk to me, Fred. Yeah, very, very um, nice, um, educated. Fred, what do you do? I said we love the program a lot. And one thing I would like to find out is on the e commerce world for now, Many people in this country or in our global world, especially in Africa now, don't know much about how somebody is able to swindle you on the um, internet world or something when you are doing business online with them. Right. So how are you able to ascertain that mm. this particular network or this particular agency that I'm working online mm. are, are much um, good to work with, that they will never swindle me if I'm mm. whatever that they are dealing with, whatever service that they are wrangling, that I'm also participating mm. in receiving a service. Well, how are we able to understand that they are real or they are not real? Thank right. You. Right. Thank you so much. That's Fred from um, Abosilkai. Now, he, he makes a very important comment because when I started, I said that we had been spending time with the director of cybercrime, Dr. Gustav Yangson, a few minutes ago before we came on the show. And he was dwelling on cybercrime and cybersecurity. Kobe, let's assure our listeners, what should they look out for? His direct question is, how do I know that a company I'm dealing with is fraudulent? The bigger question is, how do you know that even if you're dealing with the right company, some fraudulent person will not come mm. through the back door and take advantage of you, take your money away, misrepresent themselves? You know, I hear people even misrepresent to the point of presenting themselves as password companies <laughs> so that you know all these password companies yeah. that help you to manage your password. You're literally giving everything away. So exactly. It's so frightening when you listen to it. Share some thoughts on cybersecurity briefly, yeah. if you will. So um, it's very, very important that I like the fact that people are aware of the risk because then it makes them, you know, when people are aware, they protect themselves more versus the ignorant ones out there. Um, ideally, anytime you're going to a website to make a purchase, even me, I always search for reviews on whichever brand or whichever site I'm trying to make a purchase from. I go and read reviews. Even on Amazon, when I'm making a purchase on Amazon, I scroll straight to the reviews to find out, one, is it what exactly I'm looking for? 
to is it from a repeatable you know seller? Is it the Amazon you know, <laughs> exactly. or is it, uh, or is Amazon it with an S? Uh-huh. So the URL is also very important. Some may write an Amazon with an S, like you said, Amazons, or they may write the A with a four, and it looks like an A. So you're going to go with it, or the O with a with a zero. So some will tell you that oh make sure that it has the site has an SSL certificate which is when you look up there you see HTTPS with the padlock yeah it may have it all right but there's a high possibility that that can even be cloned that can be faked so one Make sure that you type in the URL yourself. Don't just click a link that someone. You know what, Kobe? I think we're going to have a whole session on cybersecurity. Yeah. Perhaps we should we should do that as a as a whole conversation on on, on mm. another show. I've got another caller on the line. Good afternoon. Sure. You're welcome to Masterclass. Your name, where you're calling from, sir? Yeah, this is Kiki calling from Amasaman. Uh, Kingsley from nice. Amasaman. Yeah. Talk to me, nice, Kingsley. Uh, nice discussion there. Thank but, uh, you, Kingsley. Um, I hope you would make time to talk about. Uh, this technology, geographic information systems, right. Uh, is, right. Is, is a good technology that has been of age. It's over 20 years now, yeah. and we are not taking advantage of it. Because if you hear ECG telling you, I cannot collect my bills, it means they don't have a GIS. <laughs> now Google is available, Google Edge is available. There are all kinds of images that we can use to track every household. We don't collect property rates because the data is not there. What are we doing as a country? What are we doing? Ghana Water says is that we are not paying bills. Yet, there's a technology that we can locate everybody. What mm. are we doing? Please, can we get this technology discussed mm. in detail so that the policymaker would appreciate that we don't have to be talking about losses at this 21st century? Thank you. Thank you so much, Kingsley. And that was a passionate appeal. I mean, you know, he talked about Google. You'll be surprised. If you're listening to us right now with a GPS address, just go on your phone and go to Google Locate. It gives you picture, video. <laughs> if I, I've seen videos of... It can show you exactly where you live. And these days, we use um, Google for the routing. So if yeah. you're going home from the office, you just type in your destination address and, and, and your origination address. Google sits in another country and tells you here <laughs> how many routes you can get used to get yeah. to your house. And when there's traffic on another, it tells you, go past this. And you know you know what's funny? They can't even pronounce our, 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 our names well. That's so, f- turn <laughs> right on Far No Far Road. They, they, and they know our country more than us. Yeah. And this technology, what we're saying is, how do we leverage on it for our businesses, for our country, for our nation? If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.